Hey everyone, thank you for joining me again. Uh, today's episode is a continuation and um, really just a story um, of something that I wanted to update everybody on. Uh, I did an episode uh, many months ago in the beginning of this journey and it was called Fear with Age and if you haven't heard it yet, please stop now and go back and listen to it. Um, and if you have heard it, uh, then this is a follow-up to one of the exercises that I did over the last week. Uh, so this episode is going to be called the Fear With Age Updated Edition or Fear With Age Part 2. So over the course of the last week, I had a much anticipated vacation to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And I had done the whole travel agent thing and I broke everything down to every single free moment of the daytime to be doing some fun things and making some fun, safe memories. Because I still wanted to be careful, as most of you listening know, that we've got this Delta variant that is soaring through the United States like crazy right now. And it's even affecting vaccinated individuals. So we didn't want to cancel our trip, but I was fully aware of having to be as careful as we could be. Um, So I had all this stuff packed. I was so excited. And as you know, I uh, wanted to concentrate this year on mapping some of my goals out, some of my health things and I wanted to push forward and have all of my everything that I could do ahead of time done ahead of time. Uh, my my calendar, my appointments, my agenda, my work stuff done ahead of time. I just wanted to check these things off of my list. Well, I did, and I just started researching on YouTube and things like that. What is there to do there? And it turns out that Gatlinburg and Smoky Mountains. Pigeon Forge, if you've ever been there, just an absolute tourist trap, right? As you're driving around, you're seeing this to do and that to do and this to do and that to do. Well, to review just a touch of some of the things that I talked about in the Fear with Age episode in the beginning of the series, I talked about how when you're younger, you really have no fear of things. You just don't care. I have jumped off bridges before. I have rode the highest, fastest roller coasters in the country. I have, you know, you know done whitewater rafting and, uh, you know, snow tubing on some of the highest peaks that you can absolutely think of. I, I mean, I have just done some of this crazy, outlandish, defying stunts. And, you know, I turn around now and I I look at those things and I'm very scared, like panic attack scared. And I don't know when that happened to me. And it's very similar to how I feel talking in front of large groups of people in person. And the whole part of the journey, right, is to face your fears and to embrace those, you know, causes of what made you afraid of them in the first place And so I always tell everybody who listens to this podcast that there is nothing out there that I would challenge you with that I wouldn't uh, go ahead and challenge myself with as part of the journey because this is 
after all, an elongated New Year's resolution, right? This is derived from a New Year's resolution that uh, I wanted to be different and I wanted to make a difference in other people's lives as well as my own. So I decided to start this podcast so that as we move forward, we can write challenges for ourselves and we could really aim to uh, find a better mentality on um, our you know, body, our spirit, our soul, our financial status, whatever it was that we were trying to work on. You know, whether it be balance in our lives and and happy spiritual health, maybe uh, curing empty space or uh, taking better care of our bodies, our mental health uh, and, you know, realizing the amazingness of who we are and the qualities that matter that, that are deep within us that no matter who you are, you have. And sometimes it's easy in the hustle and bustle of the lives that we live to recognize those uh, tablespoons of wonderfulness that make us who we are. Anyway, so I pack my bags up and I head to the Smoky Mountains with my, you know, partner in life. And, uh, you know, the first night was pretty awesome. We had to drive up. We rented a car and we had to drive up a mountain and I'm from the mountains so I'm used to driving up some pretty steep slopes but this was a mountain of a whole other kind I mean this was like straight up and down you could feel your back up against the seat you could feel the weight of your legs shift as you were driving up this mountain and everything looked like it was at a extreme angle I mean it was a little less like climbing a mountain and a little bit more like you know roping up a mountain like it was so steep we get up to the top and there's our cabin so exciting so beautiful you could hear the night bugs you know that are in the mountains that you only find really in the mountains covered in all different types of trees and greenery I mean going in August was such an amazing decision because all of the kids were back to school so I knew that the tourist areas wouldn't be that busy as they had been famously busy for in that area the whole year up until this point We got into the cabin and the views were spectacular. I mean, you could see other mountain cliffs with cabins on them all over the place. And we were so close to everything that there was to do that when we walked out onto the front deck of the cabin and we looked over, you could actually see the lights to a very popular alpine coaster, which is a mountain coaster. And if any of you don't know what a mountain coaster is, just real quick, it is fantastic it is a roller coaster okay but it is built onto the side of a mountain obviously as it states in the name and it goes as fast or slow as you want it to you can control the pace of the coaster with a joystick that is on your seat and it's pretty comfortable I mean it's not you know a lounging chair but it's comfortable enough and The views that you experience from it are absolutely unforgettable. I mean, things that you'll never, you'll never let them go. I uh, will be reeling off of these for a very long time, if not forever. Um, But we'll talk about that in a minute. So, uh, you know, the lights look like there was a carnival going on around us because of the mountain coaster so nearby. Uh, We had seen a bear and two cubs walking through uh, the driveway to our place. 
uh, which was also a little scary, but really cool at the same time. I had known that the Smoky Mountains are pretty uh, covered in, uh, I think it's like every, you, you see a bear every quarter of a mile or something is the stat there. So that was pretty cool. And that was the only time that we saw a bear the whole time we were there was the night we got there. But um, we were super excited. You know, every cabin has a hot tub. So we got to watch the lights glimmer from the city from the hot tub. But yet we were surrounded by beautiful trees and sounds. And I mean, you can just imagine. Anyway, we went on to do some fantastic attractions. We went to a place called the Old Mill and we sampled wine by this beautiful dam. We went to Pigeon Forge and we enjoyed so many different things. We did a Beyond the Lens, which is like this picturesque place. I mean, when I say picturesque, I'm not talking about rolling hills. I'm talking about fun, interactive games. There was a Michael Jackson exhibit. I love Michael Jackson. Um, There were, you know, Pac-Man displayed. You don't have to pay for any of these huge games, but you can play them together. And there was virtual reality we did. Uh, like a Jurassic Park safari ride, you know, and uh, through all these things, I'm doing good. I maybe got a little bit nauseous, but I wasn't scared, which was awesome because like I talked about in the Fear With Age episode, I was not going to falter, right? Facing your fears is how, you know, but remember, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist, right, of any kind. I'm just a regular person trying these items And sometimes they're successful and sometimes, unfortunately, they're not so successful. And this was one of those times that, unfortunately, it wasn't as successful. But we'll get to that. So we did the mountain coaster at night. So I got to see the whole city light. Wasn't afraid at all. As a matter of fact, I got this rush that I get when I go on roller coasters. It was so exciting. The following day, we went to Dollywood. We went to Dollywood, and one of the things that Dollywood is most famous for is their cinnamon bread, which wasn't as good as what I thought it would be. Um, You know, everybody just kept talking about the cinnamon bread, cinnamon bread. So we couldn't wait to get our hands on some, and it was just bread that tasted like cinnamon. It wasn't anything to write home about, but I couldn't wait to get on the roller coasters. And again, wasn't afraid at all. Um, I was more afraid of the bees. I'm allergic to bees. And um, I was more running from them all day than I was the roller coasters. So I was feeling pretty confident at that point, right? I had ridden these roller coasters that some some of them are the most famous in the world. There was one that I rode that actually jumps a track. Um, And we were watching it from the bottom as the track was shifting its gears into another lane. And, you know, I was monitoring myself. Is my heart skipping a beat? Is it going faster? Is it going slower? Are my palms sweating? Nothing, right? So I was like, this is great. Did it, got off and was like, I loved it. I want to do it again. We'd gotten fast passes. So, you know, we had the option to do that, but it started raining. So I didn't end up doing that. It was hot outside and the rain felt so good. At any rate, so I was feeling pretty confident in how afraid I'd become with heights Uh, dark water, like some of these items, I was really conquering some stuff. And um, I got pretty confident. We went to Gatlinburg. And in Gatlinburg, there is a place called Anakista. Anakista on YouTube and on internet, it looks so beautiful. Um, And there's a ski lift that goes up to the top of the mountain. 
now uh, the ski lift is much like in in uh, in my eyes what I assumed was like an incline plane which follows a mountain. Okay, so at any point in time, you're not any more than probably 20 feet above ground, right? Because you're following a mountain to get to the top. I had ridden on ski lifts in the past at ski resorts, uh, but never any that were super duper high. And I always kind of felt this feeling of comfort because if you fell, you would fall in snow mounds and, you know, you would probably survive. You might break an arm or something, break a leg, but you'd survive. Well, I was talking a big talk and I was walking a big walk and I took, um, you know, my boyfriend over and we stood in line and there was a sign and it said, you can ride in one of these red like cars or you can take the ski lift. And I was like, this is going to be beautiful. This is going to be a life-changing experience. You know, I talk about facing my fears. I really need to, you know, put some stake on it and make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I say I'm going to do and I'm holding my own word and yada, yada, yada. Right. So here comes the ski lift. We're standing there and I'm plopping myself onto this seat and they say, oh, don't forget to close the handle. What's well, at this point that I realize that this handle is not clicking into anything and there's no seatbelt and the chair is plastic and it's about 93 degrees outside, very moist. It had just gotten done pouring down rain, although the seat was dry. So other people had gotten the wetness of the storm. And... So we pull the handle down and my brain instantly goes into petrified mode. I look up and I see that we're being drugged by a cable. Uh, we're dangling. The chair is dangling from a cable. And, and when I say dangling, I don't mean, you know, that our chair broke or anything. But it was riding normal and it was very maintained. I don't want to send the wrong impression. But we were on this chair lift and immediately we were 100 feet up in the air, 200 feet up in the air, 300 feet above in the air. And I mean, while I'm looking down, I'm not buckled in. I am not, I'm sliding around this seat, uh, you know, aimlessly. Um, the seat itself is going back and forth because again, we're hanging off of a cable. Um, and I'm looking at the roof of cabins and there was an art school and things like that. And it, it was below us and it looked very tiny trees that I know on the ground were huge. were looking very tiny. We're 400 feet in elevation, 500 feet in elevation, 600 feet in elevation. And I'm looking and we are above other mountains. We are above other trees at this point and we are climbing to the top of this huge mountain that is actually around 6,000 feet um, above sea level. And so... We are 600 feet above a 6,000 foot uh, mountain and it would stop and we would swing uh, for 15, 20 minutes and then it would start again and then it would stop and then we would swing for 15, 20 minutes. And let me tell you something, 
by the time we hit the middle of it, I couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't feel my hands anymore. I had completely zoned out. My nose had started to run. I was praying. My uh, boyfriend was trying to talk to me and I couldn't really hear him. I had completely blocked out all sound. He was actually so supportive. He was sitting there and he was saying things like, it's so beautiful. You should see because of the rainstorm, some fog and clouds had been surrounding the peaks of all of the mountains that were around us. And it really did create a beautiful ambiance. I mean, it was amazing and unforgettable. And I learned this in the five seconds that I was able to open my eyes. But outside of that, he was sitting there saying things to me like, you're doing wonderful. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. If you could see this, people ride this all the time. They didn't get hurt. You, you know, you paid a lot of money to ride this, you know, make it worth it. Trust me, everything's going to be fine. And as much as I wanted to, and as much as I do, I could not with any, with any type of cognitive thinking, open my eyes for longer than like 10 seconds. All I could hear in my head was that cable snapping. And all of the people that are on the gondolas or in the ski lift or ski chairs or whatever they're called, falling 600 feet. I mean, there was no chance if anything were to happen that we would survive. There was no chance of, you know, not breaking all of your bones. There was nothing and everything was soaking wet outside. So it was like, you know, I I didn't have a good grip on the chair itself. And meanwhile people are coming down the other side and they're coming down to the bottom of the mountain and they're playing with their phones they're eating hot dogs they're daydreaming and they're all you know super chill I mean David said that he saw a couple people that were also covering their eyes and very scared and things like that but the amount of panic that I was feeling you know so we get to the top We actually, we got to a middle point and they said, don't get off here, you know, whatever. And I had to open my eyes and pretend like everything was okay. Because at this point, I'm starting to get a little embarrassed, right? That I'm having like a full on panic attack. I mean, I felt like I was going to throw up. We had had a peanut butter milkshake before going on here. I wasn't thinking in a million years that it was going to be as steep as what it was. I I knew that it was going to be going to the top of this mountain. And I was like, you know what? I got this. It's going to be fine. But... I mean, as we hit the middle of it, I was starting to think I'm going to throw up my, my peanut butter milkshake. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing well. I mean, my body was making all these sounds. I I mean, I could just feel myself slipping in my head. I wasn't really slipping out of the chair, but in my head, I was thinking you're slipping out of this chair. You're not, you know, restrained. I mean, this is very scary, right? So we get to the top of it. And the guy at below had said, as soon as you get off, as soon as you get on top of it, you have to step off and you have to run to the right. And all I could think about was, that's how easy it is to get off this chair, is that you slide off of it. That's what you do. You slide off and you run to the right. What if I don't run to the right in time? What if I get hit in the head with the chair? Because the guy at the bottom said, if you don't run fast enough, you're going to get hit in the head with the chair. Boy, you don't want to be that person. So in my head, I'm like, what if I get hit with a chair? What am I going to do? And how do I get down? I don't want to get back on this chair. I know that. And, um, you know, 
David was laughing a little bit and you know it was whatever so um we get to the top and once I got my feet planted on land again I looked around and it was the most beautiful sight that I had ever seen in my whole life it was these rolling mountains and these gorgeous peaks and the clouds were just perfect you could see cabins strategically placed in different areas there was a huge pipe looking hotel that was you know very perfectly placed uh as it looked like a picture it was living in a picture only you could feel the elevation in you know i could feel the elevation in within me it was so gorgeous i i will be posting pictures of this after this episode airs on my instagram so everybody who listens can look forward to that um but i realized at that point uh that it was it was it was worth it to go through what i went through but i never wanted to go through it again uh if there was another mode of transportation to the top of that mountain then absolutely i would do that a million times over i feel like i experienced a piece of heaven at the top of the mountain there were beer trucks uh which i usually don't drink beer but i'll be honest i grabbed one as soon as i got to the top because my nerves were so shot i couldn't even I mean, I had had that peanut butter milkshake. I had gotten sick to my stomach. As soon as I hit ground, my stomach was settled enough that I needed some alcohol just to kind of process what had just happened and enjoy. We even did after that, we went over and there were there's a ropes course and it's got these beautiful white lights that are attached to it. They also are 600 feet above the mountain right which stands again uh around six thousand feet above sea level so it's a pretty steep mountain and you're at the top of these trees not scared at all walked across all of them and you know what they're they're a fitness uh obstacle like you go down the ropes and then you go up the ropes no problem wasn't afraid at all it was just the chair lifts and so we did the album the mountain coaster that was up there in anakista it was all so fantastic. I was looking at the wilderness. It was just looking back at me and it was controlled by me. I was going, you know, slow sometimes. I was going fast sometimes. It was very quick, but worth every penny of going on it. And there was live music playing and it was nice and, you know, relaxing music. And it was romantic. There were different spots where you could take pictures. There were gardens that were, you know, one uh exhibit had a bunch of toothpaste looking uh plastic or you know big illusions like there were toothpaste coming out of them but instead of toothpaste it was the color like of flowers there was pink flowers and blue flowers and stuff like that which was gorgeous but there was weddings going on up at the top of this mountain. I mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal and beyond any expectations that I had of going up on top of it. Uh, But then I had to realize, I had to start thinking, like, how am I going to get down from here, right? Literally, there's no town up there. You have to go down. And so we found a service road that has a shuttle that takes people down thank goodness I mean that was a gift from from God I mean I was thinking the whole time we were up there like how am I going to ride this thing down there I'm gonna have to ride in one of the closed 
gondolas, which are also hanging onto this cable by a thread down this mountain. If any of you guys have the opportunity to look it up on YouTube, look up the Anakisa ski lift and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I wanted, I rode, I rode the, uh, the shuttle down and I was so happy that I did. It was equally as beautiful coming down and I don't understand why the ski lift had scared me the way that it did uh, and I don't know if I ever will but I am proud of myself so is David that I faced it and uh, that I stayed on and I could have left in the middle part whenever it stopped for a second and she had said to us are you guys you guys want to stay on you know or she said stay on uh, it's going to continue to go because uh, there were zip lining going from the middle of the mountain and so it stopped for a second and that's when I pretended like everything was okay because I was embarrassed that everybody else on the whole ride was fine and I was having a panic attack so um, the reason why I wanted to have this follow up to uh, the fear with age uh, episode that I did is because I had so many listeners for that episode and so many people reached out to me afterwards and said oh Evelyn that is so true when you're younger you're not afraid of anything you're fearless and then you get a little bit older and you start getting more educated about the crime that's out there in the world the next thing you know you're afraid to walk your dog at night or go shopping at Walmart in the middle of the night you know or you watch too much of the news and you know next thing you know you're afraid to leave your house or you know you just start seeing stories or you you watch scary movies or something like that and you know you're starting to decline the quality of life because you're afraid of everything or at least that's what was happening to me and so I had challenged myself back when that episode came out I think it was like February or March to start challenging some of the fears that I had so that I could have a better quality of life and enrich uh, as much time as I have right and so this was one of those trips I definitely wanted to go there so that I could experience heights and show myself that everything was going to be okay tell myself that I could still ride a roller coaster and enjoy it get on those mountain coasters there was nothing holding me back from those mountain coasters I had been researching them they looked gorgeous I couldn't wait and they sure did I mean they did not disappoint they were fantastic but when it came to the ski lift I wanted to let everybody who's listening know that if you fail sometimes it's okay because I sure did I thought that I was going to master that ski lift and unfortunately I couldn't even take it back down I had to take the shuttle bus but big shout out to my boyfriend David he was so supportive and kind and you know at one point my eyes were closed and they were squinted shut real tight and I was holding on and I could feel the sweat going down my legs because I was so nervous and scared my heart was beating so fast I felt like it was going to pop right out of my chest and he was talking to me and I kept telling him please don't talk to me right now please don't talk to me don't touch me don't talk to me because I was freaking out and then I stopped for a second and I said, can you sing to me? And he said, what do, you, what do you want me to sing? What do you want me to sing? And I said, anything, anything. And there's this song that he likes called Tennessee Whiskey. And he started singing to me. And um, as soon as he started, I could feel myself start to release some stress and start to breathe a little bit more normal. And luckily, we were almost to the top at that point. But when everything calmed down a little bit, that was what I remembered was that he was singing to me to try to calm me down. 
And uh, so I wanted to thank him for that too and, and tell everybody uh, that listens to this that it's okay if you try something sometimes and you don't get it 100%. It doesn't mean that I won't continue to try to challenge myself for things that do scare me sometimes. I'll be honest, I got to the top of that ski lift and I was wondering, what have I done? Why did I do this? But at the same time, the uh, payoff was so worth it when I got to the top. And for that kind of payoff, I would do it a million times over, but not in the same regard. I don't know if I'll ever be able to ride a ski lift ever again, to be honest. Unless it's one of those bunny hill ones where they give you the rope and they just drag you up the hill, right? Anyone who's listening who has gone skiing before knows that the bunny hill has those pulleys, or at least they did a long time ago the last time I went skiing. At any rate, I hope that you enjoy this story and I hope that you can find some inspiration from it. I sure found some inspiration in some of the things I tried. And there's a lot that I'm proud of too. Please, if you have any questions or comments about this episode, leave it on my Instagram. Go ahead and direct message me. I'd love to hear from you. A lot of you guys are wonderful about doing that. And you can leave me a voicemail on my Anchor site. Until next time, please have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and good night. Thank you.